It's time for Decal Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things Decal. This is Decal Download. Downloading now. Welcome back to Decal Download. I'm Reg Griffin, Chief Communications Officer here at the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning with Commissioner Amy Jacobs. Well, research tells us that regardless of their abilities, children in high quality early child care programs are better prepared to enter school and more likely to develop healthy social and emotional skills. When child care providers offer inclusive child care, they're supporting not only children with disabilities, but also their parents who can work, go back to school, or just take a break. And Commissioner, that's why every year in February, we celebrate Inclusive Early Learning Week here at DECAL. Yeah, and it's a great week every year. I think right around Valentine's Day usually um, to celebrate the love, right? But it's really just a good chance for us to promote what we mean by inclusive early learning and the importance of it and also support and provide um, extra support to providers during that week as well. Yeah. So if you've got questions about uh, inclusive learning, this is the podcast for you. We are glad you're here today, here to talk about the importance of inclusion in early child care and inclusive early learning week. Our inclusion and behavior support specialist, Emily Graham and Alicia Prather. Ladies, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks, Reg. We're glad to be here. Well, let's first uh, get to know you guys a little better by talking about how long you've been with DECAL, what you were doing prior to joining our team. Uh, what is your role? What counties are you working with? Emily, let's start with you. Okay. Hey, everybody. I'm Emily, and I have been with inclusion and behavior support as a specialist uh, with DECAL for about five years now. I serve the lower part of the state, so all the way from Valdosta to Savannah and on up close to Macon. Um, before that, I worked with Babies Can't Wait, which, of course, is Georgia's early intervention program. God's country down there in the southern right. southwest portion of the of the state. That's great. Alicia, how about you? Hey, everyone. I'm Alicia, and I've been with the Inclusion and Behavior Support Unit at DECAL for going on three years now. I serve the Northwest region, which includes metropolitan Atlanta areas and going toward the Tennessee state line. Prior to my current role, I served as a curriculum specialist with Early Head Start after teaching Georgia pre-K for about five years. Oh, you know, we always give a little extra applause for anyone who was a Georgia pre-K teacher. That's fantastic. Sometimes. Do you miss it? Sometimes I do, and sometimes <laughs> I don't. I love an honest answer. Yeah, good yeah. answer. <laughs> but you have to miss seeing those babies every day and just the love and being around them. I was going right. to say, and, and that's usually what you hear. I mean, and, and there is good days, bad days and, and all of that. But a lot of people will say, boy, I really miss being with the kids. But I guess you still get to interact in your role now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now that we're back out in the field. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, Emily, what kind of support uh, does the Inclusion and Behavior Support Program provide to early childhood educators and families? So we do a wide range of things. We're, we're really good at providing support to child care learning centers in a couple of different ways. So we provide free coaching and training for early childhood providers on how to promote social emotional learning and inclusion within their learning environment. 
And of course, we also provide that technical assistance that's designed to support programs in the behavior intervention uh, planning process. And that's when instances of persistent challenging behavior arise in their programs. And of course, another service we provide is the free resource and referral to families with young children. If they're looking for inclusive childcare or they need information about inclusion, we are always happy to assist them in identifying resources in their community. And if any listeners are interested in any of these supports, they can always contact our program. They can, we have a Seeds for Success helpline, and that's 1-833-354-4357. And of course, we can always receive emails at inclusion at decal.ga.gov. And the key word there is free. That's right. Free assistance. So yeah, if you're Facing a situation, and, and really, in all honesty, uh, you do find situations where child care providers, big and small, run across situations they're not quite sure what to do because every child is, is different. And uh, I, I think you know, that's part of the importance of this week is to recognize that and to help you uh, with those situations. Um, so if you're listening and you're curious, uh, Alicia, what is inclusion and why is it important? So there are so many benefits to inclusion. It provides all children with the opportunity to learn and make new friends while appreciating the differences in others and themselves. It helps children build a sense of belonging and the value member of their classroom community. For providers, they appreciate the differences and unique qualities in all individuals. Inclusion encourages educators to build upon their own experience and skill set by learning new teaching practices that will support a variety of learners. Families benefit from greater child care choices, links to community resources and services, and build connections with other families in the community. Just to continue with uh, informing our listeners about inclusion, is, it, is inclusion only important when there are children with disabilities present in the classroom? Of course not. Of course not. So, and, and of course, we all know that, like Reg said earlier, no two learners are the same, right? That belief is at the very core of our inclusive education. So when we tailor our teaching to the way each child learns the best, we really maximize those outcomes for all young children. So like, uh, for example, one little example of an inclusive teaching practice would be like when a teacher would present a lesson in multiple ways. So first, she may give verbal instructions, but then she's also going to provide visual cues and and instructions that way. So that regardless of ability, all people, um, you know, even adults, we all learn. We have different needs. We learn in different ways. And inclusion is just about meeting those needs through a variety of techniques. And of course, that increases success for everybody. So ladies, take us inside a truly inclusive classroom? What does it look like? Uh, What does it sound like? How is it different from other traditional early education settings? So at the foundation of a truly inclusive classroom is nurturing and positive, responsive relationships between educators, children, and families. Children of all abilities are welcome and included in the classroom playing and learning alongside their same age peers. You'll see children with a diverse set of experiences, strengths and challenges that their teachers embrace. 
Teachers take the time to get to know each child, learn their individual needs, and use best practices to identify how to best support every child. There is a true collaboration that takes place between early childhood educators, families, and service providers, and a strong emphasis on communication and community. Well, again, this year, DECAL is celebrating Inclusive Early Learning Week, February 13th through the 19th. What is the purpose of this week? Well, the mission of DECAL's Inclusive Early Learning Week is to promote inclusive practices within early learning environments across Georgia. We celebrate this week around Valentine's Day every year. Our hashtag is love inclusion because we're promoting acceptance, friendship, and belonging for all. As you said, this year it will occur February 13th through the 19th. So please mark your calendars to celebrate. And uh, I know we've got a lot of events. You guys are so creative. The whole team is uh, amazing. What events can providers and families look forward to seeing? We do have a number of events. This is a fun time for us. And we have many resources for teachers to make plans and create those really meaningful ways for their programs, their children, and even the families in their community to come together and celebrate inclusion together. So on the DECAL website, you're going to provide, uh, you're going to find that this year's provider toolkit, and it has many fun activities to promote inclusion and celebrate with children of all ages. We put a new one of those on there every year. You can even go back and look at back copies. They have really neat ideas with links included. And we have some suggested reading. Um, there's a list of inclusive children's books in case any of the teachers out there are looking for a book recommendation. And of course, we have Flat Cali. Um, that's a printable that you can use to take pictures of your activities throughout the week. We're going to have a ton of coverage on our decal social media pages because, as you all know, we're going to be taking over for that week. So we really want to encourage all educators to participate. It'd be great. How can programs join in on the celebration? Providers can start by downloading the celebration toolkit from the decal webpage and include some of the IELW activities in your lesson plans from now through the week of February 13th. We encourage providers to take pictures of the ways they are celebrating inclusion and share it with us here at DECAL. And uh, we mentioned uh, social media. There'll be a contest, I think, and uh, maybe some prizes to give away. Talk about that. That's right, Reg. We love a good contest. <laughs> this year to help us celebrate Inclusive Early Learning Week, we're kicking it off with this contest. And so we have some really great early learning materials that you can win for your classroom. All you have to do is print off Flat Cali, and you can download that from the that Flat Cali image from our DECAL website, and just take pictures with her being included in your everyday routines or in any of the ideas you choose to incorporate from your celebration toolkit, and you just send those pictures into our email. Again, that one was inclusion at decal.ga.gov, and then you'll be entered into a drawing. Now, of course, each submission is going to act as another entry into the drawing. So the more entries you send, uh, the uh -huh. higher your chances are going to be. There you go. Mm -hmm. Insider tip. That's right. There's a, me there's That's a right. method to the madness here. That's so right. No. That's a little hint there. That's right. And of course, the if you, if anybody has any further questions, again, they can send us an email or, um, you know, one of our supervisors will be happy to get any of those questions answered. I love that idea. So just like you would include a child, that's right. You, you get an opportunity to include Callie exactly and you just right. show the way you do that. And um, 
those are great examples. And, you know, I'll tell you, from our social media, our audience out there on social media, they love, most of them are teachers. Mm -hmm. Most of them are in programs. They love best practices. You know, they just love to see it and share it. Right. It's a really cool. And we think this is going to be a really fun and you can even get the kids involved in it. We have some coloring sheets that they can actually color uh, Flat Cali. So we hope to get everybody involved. Well, uh, Alicia and Emily, you guys do this work on a daily basis and have for years. Uh, can you share, each of you, share a personal story of how you've seen inclusive early learning practice here in Georgia? And feel free if you want to shout out to one of the programs that you work with. I have someone special in mind. It's such a joy to be, begin coaching with teachers who request support. Then by the time we finish our journey together, they're able to take the same approaches that we applied and support any child that touches their classroom. And so I'll never forget Miss Jessica at Little Linguist in East Point, who at the end of our coaching cycles would complete action plans without me saying one word. She had mastered the concept of making those small modifications to support any child. She's just one of the many teachers that work so hard to include all children. And I have to make my range a little broader and just say that our sweet little state has so many family child care learning homes, child care centers, and pre-Ks that are all working hard to implement inclusive practices. Honestly, everywhere I go, you know, these teachers from pre-K classrooms, that are beginning to use maybe some flexible seating to improve their focus and engagement of their kids to those family childcare learning homes that we just had the opportunity to, to participate with them in our recent SEEDS grant. To, and they really worked hard to increase their knowledge of inclusive practices. You know, we just really have some dedicated providers that are doing great work all over the state in, in an effort to provide these more inclusive settings. I, I really have to call out every program I've worked with because they all have those really caring providers that are putting their best effort forth every day to provide the best for Georgia's early learners. So Emily and uh, Alicia, let's say there's a provider listening today and they really want to make their program more inclusive. They're just not sure exactly where to start. What, what's your advice to, to them? Reach out to us. It's so simple. You got our number, you have our email address, reach out to us. And we are, I can really say that each specialist in our unit is ready to jump in there. We are ready. You, yes, <laughs> with whatever you need. So just reach out, tell us what your needs are. Let us help you. We're here for you. I was going to say, if, if you've got any reservations at all, can you tell that these folks are ready to talk to you? <laughs> whether it's email or phone. Uh, they're ready. They're excited. And uh, they'll come see you in person. That's right. right. Yeah. That's what we're especially <laughs> ready for. We're really excited. That's we do right. that. We provide coaching. We provide training. And again, as Reg said earlier, that's all free. Big keyword there. So reach out to us. We are ready to come. Well, just one more time. Tell everybody how they reach out to you. Just give them one final reminder. Okay, so again, anybody, families, the early child care, child care providers or even the administrators can contact our Georgia Seeds for Success helpline. And again, that's 833-354-4357. I have memorized that now because I lost a trivia competition at our Christmas party. So I oh, make no. sure I can remember it from now on. Or <laughs> you can email us at inclusion at decal.ga.gov. 
and one of our supervisors will be happy to assist you with any questions that you might have and link you with a specialist that's in your area. All right. So we are launching this podcast on January the 25th. Um, Inclusive Early Learning Week is February the 13th through the 19th. Convince folks that it's not too late to jump on board and get involved and ready for the week. It's never too late to start anything. <laughs> Just think about the benefits of teaching each child in the classroom how inclusion is so important. That should be the thing that wants to get you on board. It's so easy. There's not a whole lot of work to do. All you got to do is go online, get that flat Cali, and jump in there. We have the books ready for you. We have the activities ready. For you. It's all laid out there for you. All you have to do is jump in and get started. This is an add water and stir moment right here, right? <laughs> That's I mean, right. You That's guys right. have done all the work, so we can put all this together. We really do encourage you to reach out to our inclusion team. Um, they are so supportive of everything that you're trying to do. And let's face it, there are questions. You have questions. They have answers. And they've got experience. Uh, I mean, we talked about Alicia being a Georgia pre-K teacher. Uh, she's been where you are, and she's been... Uh, in a program. And so she knows, you know, this is not just book knowledge, this is experiential. And so uh, we encourage you to, uh, to take advantage of that. Um, Emily, I, I want to give you a moment here. We're recording this on Tuesday, January the 11th. There was a little football game played last night. Just and I a understand little game. You might want to give a shout out to. Oh, I am up. so excited to be able to say, go dogs, stick them. <laughs> And you've been waiting how long for a national uh, 41 championship? 41 years. I was in kindergarten the last time we won, not to tell my age or anything, but it's been a little while since we, since we did it. So I'm, I'm very excited that you gave me that opportunity. <laughs> I've been well, waiting I, a long time to say that. <laughs> we, we just want to tell folks, you can't see, this is not visual, but um, <laughs> it, it is the day after and um, Emily's still wearing her go dogs shirt. <laughs> So uh, I think that's great. And congratulations to the University of Georgia, Coach Smart, everybody. It, it's been a long time in coming, and, and it looked like it was going to slip away. It did. It did. It was touch and go for a minute. I have to hand it to Alabama, man. It was a great game on both sides. They made it a really exciting contest for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, ladies, we really appreciate everything uh, you do. Uh, Alicia, anybody you want to give a shout out to? Uh, you know, are you a Dogs fan? I'm not really into college football, okay. <laughs> but go Falcons. Go I, know, Falcons. I know people are going to be throwing things at their computers and their business <laughs> prices now, but <laughs> Hey, keep the, keep the faith. You know, right. we, we've been to the Super Bowl. We've been to the big dance before. Uh, maybe again, one day sometime in the future, yeah. but I That's just right. have to hey. support the home team. It's I was about team. to say, you can't give up hope. I mean, look how long it can take. You got to hang in there. We'll right. get a good draft. We'll get a good draft pick. So that'll be, uh, you know, we'll, we'll start early in that process. So that'll be good. All right. Well, listen, inclusive early learning week, February the 13th through the 19th. You remember it every year because it falls at the same time as Valentine's day, because we love inclusion. So be a part of uh, this program. Ladies, thanks for everything that you do, not only today, but just every day in the work that you do for decal. We really appreciate it. Thanks, thanks so much, Reg. Now your questions from the water cooler. Hi, 
This is Katherine Hashey, and I work in the Child Care Services Division here in Atlanta. My question for Commissioner Jacobs is, I was wondering if there have been any discussions around pay raises for state employees in the current session of the General Assembly. Thanks. Looking forward to hearing your answer. Well, uh, Catherine, that is a very timely question. Uh, the governor has not officially released his budget recommendation for amended 22 and fiscal year 23, but he has begun to kind of talk to agencies about some good things. And one of those is a proposed pay raise for all full-time state employees of $5,000, which um, according to his uh, memo that he sent to agency heads, it'll be the first time in 14 years that state employees have received a cost of living adjustment. Now, there have been um, some merit increases over the past 14 years, um, but this would truly be if passed by the House and Senate. Now, I have to put that disclaimer in there. This is the governor's recommendation. He's put the money in his budget. Um, we will need the House and Senate to agree and pass it, but it would mean a $5,000 cost of living increase for all um, benefit eligible state employees, which mainly means usually a full-time employee. So that's fantastic news um, from the governor. And we hope the House and Senate support it because he truly recognizes um, the need to recruit and retain state employees, um, but also recognizes the tremendous amount of work that all state employees have done, especially during the pandemic. So I know you said really that exciting. You, yeah, I was going to say you've been here for a while, and I think you said it's probably the most significant change. You know, yeah, there, and there's more to it. I mean, there's um, the other thing that he's proposing is an increase in the 401k match for um, those employees that are in that hybrid model of pension and 401k. So right now the state matches up to 3% and they will, if this passes, the state will match up to 9%, which is more in line with, you know, private industry. So that's huge for retirement savings. Um, he's also um, proposing to allow employees to convert, convert up to 40 hours of leave and get paid for it every year. So, you know, we have a pretty generous annual leave policy, which if we don't use it, we roll it over and roll it over and roll it over. And you get to a point where you just can't use it all and you really begin forfeiting it. And so now if that passes, state employees would have that option to basically get an extra check um, for 40 hours, of, which would be equivalent to 40 hours of their salary. So that's a huge benefit for state employees. Yeah. And just so you know, uh, all of our employees that are listening, uh, we're not talking out of school. This has been reported in the media. Yes. Uh, the governor has talked about it publicly. But again, the caveat here is uh, it must be approved by the General Assembly. Yes, we cannot forget that part. We don't want to make promises we can't keep. The governor has proposed it. He has put it in his budget. And that's where the whole process starts. Uh, the session started on January 10th. And so they have 40 days to figure this out. And so um, we are fingers crossed that they will support his uh, proposal on this. This is one of those, you know what we know at yeah. this point. We'll keep you posted, but it is yeah. great news. And it does say a lot about the uh, the value and appreciation of, uh, of Georgia's employees, not just ECAL, all state employees and very much appreciated. So stay tuned. And it's your chance to win a nice prize in the decal download quiz. We'll draw one name from all the correct answers received. Email your response to decaldownload at decal.ga.gov. There's a prize in our prize closet waiting for you from Chick-fil-A, Georgia Lottery, The School Box, Shake Shack, Six Flags Over Georgia, Stone Mountain Park, Wild Animal Safari, and Wild Adventures Theme Park. Here's the question. What are the dates for this year's Inclusive Early Learning Week 
here in Georgia. What are the dates for this year's inclusive early learning week in Georgia? Send your response to decal download at decal.ga.gov. We'll draw one name from all the correct answers. Thanks for playing and good luck. Thanks for tuning in to Decal Download. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.